0: Welcome to the Three Point Stance Podcast with your host, Dave Whipkey. And welcome back to
1: yet another episode of the Three Point Stance Podcast where one champion has been crowned in the Whipiole. Two others are awaiting a coronation. Let's get right to last week's action and talk about it.
0: The 5A final, Peters versus Pine Richland.
1: This one was last Saturday at noon at Norwin High School. And third time was definitely a charm for Coach T.J. Plax, Peters Township Indians, as they atoned for title game losses in 2019 and 2020 with a resounding 43-17 win over the Pine Richland Rams Saturday. The Tribe now stands at a sparkling 13-0 and will face off against perennial District 10 power Erie Cathedral Prep Ramblers this Friday evening at Dollinger Field at the Haggerty Events Center in Erie. Pine Richland was a defending Whippeal and PIAA champion, but they abdicated or had their throne abdicated by force as the Indians took control late in the first quarter and never looked back. Quarterback Nolan DeLuccia, you've heard that name here many times before. Well, he turned in another sterling performance as he threw for 184 yards and three scores. He also rushed for 81 yards for good measure, which also included a 39-yard touchdown run. The Indians tested the usually stout Rams rush defense and made the grade with 298 yards on the ground. Vinnie Sarcone and Preston Blair each ran for 94 yards. On defense, the Indians, who came in allowing only 6.9 points per game, intercepted two passes and limited a strong Rams rushing attack that had obliterated Class 6A power Pittsburgh Central Catholic earlier this season to a meager 13 yards on the ground. After falling behind 3-0 by virtue of a Grant Arguero 40-yard field goal, the Indians took control in the first half by taking a 23-3 lead in the clubhouse at the half. Ethan Wortman and Carter Shanefelt caught touchdown passes of 32 and 13 yards respectively, while Mickey Vaccarello, a Division I recruit, got into the act with a 13-yard scoring reception to give the Indians a 9-3 lead in the first quarter that they would never relinquish. This is Peters Township's first WPIL championship in football. This has clearly been a dream season, and hats off to Coach T.J. Plack, but he'd be the first to tell you they have work to do.
0: Now over to the single-A semifinals. It was Fort Cherry versus Bishop Canavan.
1: I'll tell you what, for a good bit on Friday evening at South Fayette High School, it looked as if the bloom was about to come off the Fort Cherry Rose in her semifinal battle against Black Hills foe Bishop Canavan. Uh, The Rangers trailed the Crusaders 21-14, headed into the fourth and final quarter. But Matt Sieg came to the rescue as he scored three times over the span of six minutes to help lift the Rangers to a 33-21 win and put the Rangers in a Class A final against Southside Beaver this Friday at Akersher Stadium. Sieg's runs covered 12, 21, and 15 yards respectively. He had five touchdowns all told. And helped propel Fort Cherry to its first whip-wheel final since 2001, when then Heinz Field had that new car smell. Well, it didn't. It was brand new.
0: But you can't say that now because there actually is a Heinz Field. It gets confusing, right?
1: Which is an Alquipa now.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
1: Well, You're then, talking high school this? football. Just saying. Then Akershurst, now Akershurst Stadium, then Heinzfield had that new automobile smell.
0: There you go. With the sunroof more- and everything. I get
1: it. Yeah, that works. Uh, Canavan scored uh, first on a two-yard run by Marcus Carter. Ford Cherry then answered on a 43-yard pass from Sieg to Brandon Cook, who set up Fort Cherry on the seven. There, Mr. Sieg ran in from there, and the extra point tied the game. The teams remained tied until the last play of the first half when Bishop Canavan quarterback Koloszewski, you've heard that name here before, found receiver Jason Cross, West Virginia recruit, for a 42-yard score as time expired. Fort Cherry then tied the game in the second half on a one-yard run by Sieg. Then Bishop Canavan retook the lead on a 40-yard pass from Olszewski to Jaden Lindsey. Fort Cherry then answered again on another 12-yard run by Sieg, which was preceded by another big pass from Sieg to Cook, this one from 33 yards. After an offside penalty, Gary decided to go for two. However, the conversion attempt failed. But this is when Matt Sieg took over, and just like that, Fort Cherry found themselves winning the game and heading off to the Class A championship at Akershire.
0: Just as an aside, as a Bishop Canavan graduate, at the time it was Canavan, not Bishop, but bravo to Fort Cherry. Mr. Mr. Jacoby, I'm really sorry. I know that you were like the coach at Canavan for 46 years. You're one of my favorite teachers and favorite people, but so sorry, like rock on Fort Cherry. I know you're not supposed to have an opinion, but the producer had to jump in there. Um, on to 2A semifinal, Beaver Falls versus Washington.
1: We had a chance of having another Washington County team play for a Whippoorwill championship, but the Washington High Prexies came up just a little bit short as they fell to Beaver Falls 28-26 in the Class AA semifinals last Friday night at Dormont Memorial Stadium. The Prexies end their season at 11-2 and while Beaver Falls, out of a tough, tough uh, Beaver County conference, uh, they uh, go to 8-5, and five, but they're going to the championship game. Uh, they're going to face Steel Valley this Friday afternoon in Akershire. It should be a good ball game, as those two have tussled once before in playoff games. And uh, expect nothing less. I think that'll be a physical battle as well. Uh, but back to this ball game, as Wash High had a six-point lead uh, in the third quarter, and Forrest Beaver falls to punt, and they looked to add to it. But a fumble on the return gave the Tigers the ball at the Prexy's four-yard line. And from there... Running back, Italian Beaufort, scored from four yards out, added the two-point conversion run, and uh, that gave uh, Beaver Falls the winning margin. Washington's offense played uphill much of the evening and struggled, but was buoyed by a defense that scored twice on interception returns, one of which occurred when Elijah Thomas intercepted a Caden Brickner pass and took it home 100 yards for a score to cut the Beaver Falls lead to 14-6 midway through the second quarter. Xavier Willis's 50-yard catch and run from Tristan Reed, along with an Eddie Lewis two-point run, nodded a contest at 14 with five minutes left in the half. Jay Nemeth's 66-yard 66 66 yard pick six tied the contest at 20 in the third quarter. Willis then pounced on a bad Beaver Falls snap in the end zone with two minutes left in the third to give the Prexies are a 26-20 lead. So as you can see, the Prexies had three defensive scores in this game but they could not hang on to the lead as Deshaun Anderson and Bricks Rawl added rushing scores for the Tigers. But bravo to Wash High, Coach Mike Bosnick. They uh, had a nice bounce-back season this year. Uh, didn't quite reach expectations last year, but they did win the conference. They did win a couple playoff games, and they were just a couple points away from getting back to uh, another final. Uh, they got uh, some young ball players looking to step up next year. I expect uh, the Prexies to have another strong year next year.
0: Over to the 3A semifinals, Belvernon Vernon versus East Allegheny.
1: And we typically do not talk uh, too much about Bell Vernon here at the uh, Three Point stance podcast as they don't quite reach the Washington County uh, line. But uh, since they are over in Ross Township, they're close enough and they deserve some recognition as they will be uh, getting an opportunity to defend their Whippeal and PIAA crown as by virtue of defeating East Allegheny 49-8. This past Friday at Norwin High School, Penn State recruit Quentin Martin ran for a touchdown and caught a scoring pass. His uh, running mate in the backfield, Cole Doppelhauer, rushed for two touchdowns and uh, they rolled all day long. Uh, Bell Vernon now 10-1, East Allegheny falls to 9-3, and um, quarterback Braden Locke also had a two-yard scoring plunge in the second quarter and they were able to get the mercy rule going in the second half, and they made short work of East Allegheny. They'll be facing Avonworth this Friday at Akershur Stadium.
0: Let's move into the previews over to the 1A finals, Southside Beaver versus Fort Cherry.
1: Yes, the top two seeds in single A will collide bright and early Friday at 11 a.m. when the Fort Cherry Rangers meet up with the top-seeded Southside Beaver Rams. Fort Cherry is led, of course, by the incomparable Matt Sieg, who has a whopping 51 touchdowns combined running and passing on the season, with more than 3,100 total yards from scrimmage. Ethan Falotto, the running back, has also been a force with 1,019 yards rushing and 16 touchdowns on the season. Shane Corneli leads the way in receiving with 24 catches for 488 yards and six scores. The Rangers averaged 45.6 points per game, and this will be, as I mentioned earlier, their first title game appearance since 2001 when they took on Rochester. The Rams out of Class A Big 7 Conference, also coming into this game undefeated at 13-0. They defeated perennial power Clareton 28-12 in the other semifinal last week at Peters Township, and they're averaging nearly 43 points per game. Quarterback Brody Almeche threw for 128 yards and three scores in win. a win. AC Corfield rushed for 119 yards for the Rams. Uh, prediction here: the Wing T Rams will certainly gain some yards on the ground and look to gain some measure of control against Fort Cherry. But Sieg and his buddies have answered the bell every game so far. They've been challenged, and I don't f- foresee that being any different. I think Fort Cherry wins this game, 34 to 21.
0: Let's move on to the 3A finals: Bell Vernon versus Avonworth.
1: Yes, these two will meet in a rematch of last year's game, in which the Leopards won by a count of 24 to 7. As I mentioned, Bell Vernon will be led by Penn State recruit Quentin Martin and running back, and his quarterback uh, teammate, Eastern Michigan recruit Braden Locks, will lead the way. Uh, Martin and Cole Doppelhauer have combined for 24 yards. Uh, 24 scores on the season on the ground. While the Antelopes will be led by running back Dimitri Valsaris, who has nearly 900 yards rushing and 10 scores. Quarterback Carson Bellinger has thrown for 21 touchdowns on the season. I think this game will be close, but I think at the end, Bell Vernon's got too much. I'm going to pre- take the Leopards 28-17 to 17 over the Antelopes.
0: And finally, let's talk about the state quarterfinals for 5A. Peters Township, they're going to be at Erie Cathedral Prep.
1: Yeah, PIAA quarterfinal action will begin for Peters Township as they were able to uh, secure themselves a Whippyole Championship last week. They're moving on and they are heading north on I seventy nine to take on the Erie Cathedral Prep Ramblers this Friday night at seven p.m. at Dollinger Field at the Haggerty Event Center in Erie. The Ramblers are seven and three of District Ten, and they have a history of taking down Whippyole teams in this spot. They've uh, beating the likes of Thomas Jefferson, they've beaten the likes of Woodland Hills, they've beaten the likes of Pittsburgh Central Catholic, and they're going to look to make Peters Township yet another victim of the whip uh, I, I know from firsthand going to college up there and following the Ramblers back in the day that uh, Erie schools really enjoy uh, playing the spoiler role against a, a whip No, power. That will be no different as this will be played on Erie Cathedral Prep's home field. But Peters, I think they're strong enough. They'll they're going to take their balanced attack on offense and swarming defense uh, to take care of the Ramblers, who are led by running back De'Jore Hollingsworth. He's a University of Massachusetts. Uh, I wouldn't call him a recruit. He does have an offer from UMass. Um, his out regular season out numbers. His regular season numbers are pretty good. He rushed for one thousand five hundred twenty four yards on one hundred fifty nine carries with eighteen touchdowns. Quarterback Luke Costello has 16 touchdown passes on the season for the Ramblers, and watching some film on him, he seems like he has the ability to get out and run. But Peters Township, you know these guys well. Quarterback Nolan DeLuca, running backs Vinny Sarcone and Preston Blair, all the receivers, and the line, uh, Tanner Mindak, Dante Record, Caden Thompson, Franco Muscatello, Jake Velgich, and a whole host of others. They're not overly big, but man, are they strong. And I, I expect them to be able to move the the last scrimmage on both sides. Defensively, you have D- Division I recruits and linebackers Reston Lehman and Mickey Vaccarello are roaming from that linebacker position while Elliot Tratz leads the secondary. In my mind, this is the most complete team in the Whipfield, maybe the most complete team in the state in 5A when all is said and done. As I mentioned before in the past, uh, the Ramblers have, have been a thorn in the side of uh, a lot of Whipfield powers, but I don't think it's going to happen this time. I'm going to say Peters Township wins 38-21. to it's going to be chilly up there, but I think the Indians will get it done up in up, up in Erie. Uh, tune in next week as we'll review uh, all the action that took place this upcoming weekend. And hopefully we'll have some people still live playing next week. And if we don't, we can still get into what happened this season and uh, uh, put a bow on it. Uh, for the Three Point stance podcast, I'm Dave Whipke.